Something that is near and dear to my family's heart is dementia, and it is something that right now is becoming a very noticeable challenge for more and more Canadian families. And to speak to this, she's the president and CEO of CanAge, Laura Tamblin-Watts. Good evening, Laura. How are you tonight? Good evening. I want to talk about this because with everything going on in the world right now, I don't know if this is getting the attention that perhaps it needs. The the rising and the, uh, I guess, resurgence of dementia on the main stage. We know that dementia is sharply rising, of course, as we live longer, particularly in people over the age of 85. We're having a sharp increase in dementia, and most people are being taken care of at home But as we know, with caregiving being so strained, we need to not be just relying on families and friends. We need an actual strategy in place to address dementia. Now, Canada has a national dementia strategy put together in 2019. But what this report does is measure how we are doing across the country and provinces and territories. And the results are bad. Laura, you mentioned 2019, and every time I think about that time, I think that anything that was at the forefront suddenly got swept aside because of the pandemic that was right on its heels. Um, Do you feel that this is the case, and maybe it's time to circle back on this and really make it a priority? Of course, during the pandemic, everything was about how to cure and now how to live with COVID-19. And those, some of the worst affected are people with cognitive impairment like dementia, who couldn't go out or having a problem, you know, engaging in the ways that we were doing electronically. And if you were in long-term care, where overwhelming majority, in fact, almost 90% of the people in Ontario who are in long-term care have dementia, they were locked up and locked in. And we know that people with cognitive impairment suffered, especially during covid But now that we're moving to our next phase, it's time to really look at what we're doing about dementia. And we know that it's worsened during COVID, and it's only going to get more problematic. Can we talk a bit about uh, brain health? Because I think that that's something that's overlooked from time to time. And this would be a great time to maybe talk about some of the things that we as Canadians, as Ontarians, can do to to keep sharp and, and try to do the best we can as we get older. Brain health is critical. Now, as we always are talking, you know, eat right and exercise, we should all eat right and exercise. And and that's true for so many things. But there's particular things that we can do to support our brain health. And, you know, we don't advertise that. Our governments don't advertise that. We're doing very little to support prevention. So things like learning a new language, you don't have to be good at it, but you have to learn. Or playing an instrument, and you don't have to be good at it, it's learning to play an instrument. Taking care of other health conditions is really important, particularly things like um, diabetes and other forms of chronic conditions can really matter. And social engagement and reducing your isolation are hugely important for dementia prevention, and brain health as well. And as I say, in our report, we look at a whole bunch of different metrics and whether or not government is sharing the information about things like prevention, and we found that they're not. Laura Tamblin-Watts is the founder and CEO of CanAge, Canada's National Seniors Advocacy Organization. 
Laura, what got you interested in this? I'm always curious to know when I hear somebody so passionate the way that you are speaking about this, what got you interested? As you can imagine, there's dementia in my family as well. I started mm. volunteering with the Alzheimer's Society at grade 11. And uh, I tell you, that was a long time ago. And my grandmother had dementia. We have dementia, in fact, on both sides of the family. So I have been a person that's lived with supporting people with dementia. And as we see you know, the country moving forward in deciding where it's going to be putting its health and social care spending, you know, the numbers are overwhelmingly that it should be towards dementia care. But not much has changed in the 30 years that I was taking care of my grandparents to where I am now looking ahead at my own life. And our numbers have changed incredibly. Do you know that we have so few geriatricians in the country that you can look across the country and find some that don't have a single geriatrician in some provinces? And just to give you a sense, we have 10 times more pediatricians than we do geriatricians, and we have more people over 65. So we know that we're heading in the wrong direction. And this report is the first of its kind, which really measures the fact that we're going in the wrong direction. I'm not going to ask you for where Canada stands unless you want to, you know, (laughs) give me that information. But what country could you maybe look at and say, that's where we need to strive? Canada's not doing well with dementia and brain health. We, as they say, have a national strategy, but have done, in fact, not that much to move it forward. And only three provinces or territories, and let's be clear, it's Northwest Territories, Yukon, and Newfoundland that have their own dementia strategies. No other province or territory has its own dementia really? strategy. It's astonishing <laughs> that this is the case. And if we're looking at where we can find aspiration, I would say we should be looking at places like the Netherlands and the Nordic countries, which have a really strong set of integration for people with cognitive impairment. And by that, I mean care comes to the home. We don't have to be dragging people into uh, long-term care or specialist clinics far away. And GPs have much more comfort. Do you know that in Ontario, 38% of GPs say that they don't feel comfortable or have the training to diagnose and treat dementia. And that is simply unacceptable. That is a staggering number. Wow. I'm a little taken aback by that. And we, we, we know that this is one of the most important health and social care conditions that affect all aspects of society. Many of us, of course, are in family caregiving supports are thinking about, you know, looking ahead at our parents and grandparents and thinking, how am I going to get the help I need? 75% of all care comes on a voluntary basis from family and friends, but we're just not going to be able to keep that up with the numbers being what they are. And we're already incredibly short of healthcare providers. And the ones we do are tend to be focused on children. And not that we don't think children are important, but to say that we have one pediatrician for every about 2,000 children. We have one geriatrician for every 21,000 seniors in Canada. Hmm. Laura, incredibly well-spoken and insightful. Thank you, and please stop by again, would you? Thank you. It's my pleasure. Laura Tamblett-Watts, President and CEO of CanAge. I'm Rob Fay, and this is On Point.